Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Bubolt's owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor at KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's our reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We're going to do something about it. So let's dig in. Again, so I'm super excited because I met Erin actually through a friend that recommended that I get connected to her because I was struggling during my burnout recovery. I felt like something was missing. I'm doing all the things and it just seemed like I wasn't getting over some of these hurdles. And she said, well, have you seen a nutritionist? And I've already worked with a gut health doctor um, and, and went on that journey, but it's been months since I've really taken a good look now that I felt like I was functioning more at my body and, and the flow of it and the signs it was sending me. And then I got hooked up with Erin. So I want Erin to kind of explain her story and how she got here. And we're going to dig into some of your questions on nutritionists. Well, hello, everyone. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I love to share. I'm just I nerd out on some of this stuff. Um, my personal story is very much attached to my passion. Um, that's just something about me. I, for as long as I was, you know, a kindergartner, I would tell stories about how I just wanted to, you know, help people. Um, I come from a long line of nurses in my family and I actually went to school for nursing. Um, and I've always, I've always had this interest to help people, but I've always had, you know, like the secondary interest to like protect my family, protect myself to have the knowledge, be able to, um, kind of grow with my experiences. So I went to nursing school out of nursing school. I worked on postpartum. I have a huge, 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 just passion for women's health, family health. Um, and so I loved that job. Um, and then when I was working there, I actually, uh, we had our first child and she ended up being diagnosed with, um, just a, a fatal neuromuscular disorder. So, um, you know, again, like that was something like, I just feel like everything in my life just kind of like fell into place. Like it was something I recognized that was abnormal, you know, when she was, you know, from that newborn phase, from what I've worked with. And, um, from there I ended up my passion, um, after she had passed away, we, we did a lot like with fundraising, we did, did a lot with that community, but I also did private nursing for another family had that, that had the same disorder. Um, so again, like my, my passions, my views have always twisted things I've like learned and experienced, um, have just become part of like, I, I just have this huge like goal to pay it forward. I feel very lucky in, in the things I've learned. And I know sometimes it's hard to learn these things. So I love to share, you know, my experiences and knowledge with everybody else. Um, and then from there, you know, we continued to grow our family and I really just, again, that like protection to want to help like my family know what's going on. I got into pediatric nursing, worked in a pediatrician's office, um, and then eventually ended up staying home. So I missed nursing. I missed helping people. I did some time, like just doing some health coaching, um, some health and fitness coaching from home, which I loved. It kind of filled that void a little bit. Um, but I had a lot of fertility struggles between our second and our third, especially, um, it took us five years to have our son. So I, you know, I had a lot of just, um, hormonal imbalances. Um, and during that time, like on and off, it was like, okay, well, you know, like we kind of expected to get pregnant and, um, I, I didn't expect to be away from nursing for so long. So every now and then I'd look at jobs or like where I'm like, I don't know where my interest is now or where my passion is. Um, and 
after our son, then of course, like the pandemic happened and you can only watch so much Netflix and, you know, binge watch TV. And I'm like, you know, maybe this is my time. I was looking into nutrition programs for a long time. And, um, I signed up to go to a nutritional therapy school. And, um, so part of that was definitely wanting to help people. Um, I'm like, okay, after him, you know, what do I want to go back into the career field or, um, you know, but I also, again, had that other passion. I'm like, okay, we wanted to have one more child after him. I'm like, I, I don't, I I don't have five years. I'm, I'm 39 years old. I'm like my, you know, I have to start getting going with this. And I'm like, you know, I've had all these hormone problems, anxiety problems, um, energy, fatigue, thyroid issues that I had gotten diagnosed with over those five years that we were trying to get pregnant. Like, I feel like something's just not balanced in my body. And I did so much work on the side, um, just researching things and putting like pieces of the puzzle together without like just completing that puzzle. So I just wanted to know more for my own health too. So, um, definitely I, I spent a year really working like on nutrition with myself. I had seen small changes and things that I just like researched on my own time. Um, I didn't get a lot of help from like my endocrinologist or anything, you know, that, that was the frustrating part for me is that, you know, I had like these fertility problems. I had thyroid issues. I had menstrual problems. Like, you know, it was, I I just frequently, you know, was told, you know, you can change your diet, but sometimes it's not sustainable or it doesn't really make that big of a difference. Or, you know, you could take this pill and it just wasn't where I wanted to go. So I learned so much when I went to nutritional therapy school and, um, that's how I kind of got to where I was today. And, and luckily, um, everything went well, we ended up getting pregnant right away. (laughs) So, so, you know, I definitely changed a lot of my own health and just, just seeing that and feeling better and changing, like, and seeing the dysfunction, like even as a teenager that like my body had shown and it just, some of that stuff gets dismissed. Like, yeah, my labs came back. Okay. Or yeah, I wasn't really, really, really sick with any sort of like disease or disorder, but like I had a lot of red flags, like higher cholesterol. And like I said, everything I've mentioned already, like some of those symptoms sometimes just get normalized so much. Um, and it, it just, it really changed how I felt. And so again, like here, here I am, you know, I want to help other women. My passion is helping women, um, you know, balancing hormones, gut health, balancing minerals and energy. Like as a mom of, you know, now my fourth one now, you know, like that's another thing that just is so frustrating when, and, and dealing with thyroid issues, um, just getting pushed off, like, oh, this is just the season you're in, you know, like the newborn phase or the top, you know, it's all these phases that our kids go through. And then it's like, well, yeah, you're tired because of this, or yeah, you don't have a lot of energy because of this, or maybe, you know, yeah, you have anxiety because of, you know, your past or something. And that's just not a good enough answer for me. And that's, and that's a lot of the clients that I see, and they're just frustrated because yeah, maybe, you know, physically like on, paper, when they go to the doctor, their labs are okay and stuff, but they don't feel okay. And there are other options. And I love to educate and share on some of these other options too. Absolutely. And it's interesting that you talk about infertility struggles and and body balance and, and you 
in your gut, you know, that something is off. And it's interesting when I went to my gut health doctor and he works a lot with females, but on the gut health and, and more with like cancer patients and, and trying to reduce medications associated with that. And he said the same thing. He said the body, most infertility issues are not permanent. There are very few cases mm -hmm. he's seen where they have a condition where they are unable to have children. He said, most of it is because a body is imbalanced and it goes really for anything. Like you said, it's not that I am diseased. It's not that I am so chronically ill. I can't, I can't get up, but something is off. I shouldn't be this tired. I shouldn't have this mommy fog brain constantly. And there exactly. is some, there is, you know, yeah, too much, but the body is a very beautiful, recovering, resilient beast. If it is, it is yeah, fed well and um, treated well, and has all the things it needs to run, just like you know a car. So let's dig into nutritionists because we've all known a nutritionist or someone who has had a nutritionist. And you being in this field, what can people look for in a nutritionist? You know, red flags, green flags, and and how do they even go about you know finding one? Definitely. So, um, you, the big thing is that you have to find someone that you click with. It's okay. You know, like we're not, we're not going to agree with everybody, you know, whether it's their views, their personality, um, nutrition and food and how it affects you is a very like deep relationship. And, um, you know, just like interviewing for a job or something, it's definitely okay to interview different people. And if you just, if you're not sure about someone, that's, that's a real, like a trusting relationship that you have to grow with someone. So you definitely want to shop around, ask around, um, and, you know, have like an interview. You like, you, you want to make sure before you sign up with someone to do something, whether it's a doctor, you know, like, like I know when we, it, it was a big thing when I had my first one, you know, you'd interview pediatricians, you know, the same thing you should interview the, your care team, because, you know, it, maybe you won't have the same views. You have to find someone who, you know, you respect, they respect you, that you feel listened to, um, and that they're going to take the time to really kind of listen and go off of what you're comfortable doing. So, um, all that you can do in an interview and some like great questions and stuff to ask is you also want to make sure that, um, you know, you are the center of attention in it. It's not their plan for you. It's what you're comfortable doing. I have a ton of clients who, you know, maybe they just, they're just so overwhelmed in their life. And that their, their stage that they're in, that they don't want to do like 10 different things. And that's okay. Like you have to find someone who's respectful to do like go at the pace that you want to go at. You don't, it, it doesn't have to be a marathon. If yeah, if you're gung ho about it, I've got clients too. They're like, I just, I, I, I just don't feel great. I'm willing to do anything. I'm going to make it work, you know, and they have like good support and stuff and they want to do everything at one time. And, and then that leads me to the second thing. You also want to make sure that like the follow-up is there. Like, are you going to see someone who's going to give you this plan? And is it like, are you going to see them six months later and never talk to them, you know, like not talk to them in between, like, what is the connection like between visits? Um, there's definitely a wide variety. If you're someone that needs support, um, you, you definitely want to find someone who gives that like check-in support between, which I also, you know, I offer with some of my clients too. Some people are, you know, more do it yourself. And so, yeah, we can do that. Or, you know, just the, the check-in being able to pivot, especially if people want to do stuff in phases, 
Um, like I said, like you run the show, what you're comfortable doing, that's, that's, what's going to be successful for you. So in that interview process or kind of like finding things out, those are some big things. Um, people do specialize in certain things too. So whether it's hormones or gut health or burnout or stress or trauma or, you know, cardiovascular, I'm within like all of these categories, people specialize in some of those topics too. So that's also kind of an important thing too, because they're going to just have more information, be more comfortable. Um, and as far as like where to find, um, you know, definitely chiropractors sometimes have, uh, like a, like a more holistic type of nutritionist or someone who works with them, naturopathic doctors, there's a whole world of like naturopathic kind of therapies, more holistic therapies. Um, I kind of shied away from some of the traditional kind of like Western medicine programs, just because, um, that followed very closely. There's, there's a big difference between, you know, like Western medicine and naturopathic medicine or holistic medicine, and neither of them is wrong. It's, it's great to have a variety on your team. Um, but you know, Western medicine and sometimes the dietitians that might fall under like your, your primary care doctor or, you know, what work offers or something, those might have more of a view on like Western medicine, which really is like the treatment of disease. There is prevention there, you know, there, there, but it's, but like more of a naturopathic or holistic type of medicine, like that is, that is like more of their focus too. Like Western medicine, it's, it's the treatment of disease. We live in a very sick society, you know, with blood pressure problems, cholesterol problems, heart problems, where sometimes you do need to like immediately fix a problem and people aren't there always where they want to change their diet or anything. So you know, I think the important thing to also recognize is there, there's, there's a whole other world that sometimes people don't know about, or they're not sure about, or, you know, sometimes it gets a bad rap. They're like, you know, this is, this isn't real medicine. Um, but it is, it's, you know, like the more naturopathic side, kind of like where I fall is, um, getting to the root cause of the problem. So, you know, maybe you have like a cholesterol problem and on the one side of medicine, yeah, you can take cholesterol medication. But on the other side too, where it's more naturopathic, functional, um, you know, it's, it's really getting to the root of, okay, what's causing that? Like, how is your diet? Um, you know, what, what can we do, you know, with supplements or with diet to be able to change that instead of just treat it as it is. And, you know, possibly like forever, just be on like a type of medication, um, so, so that's important too. Like what type where, I mean, and, and there's nothing wrong with going, you know, to the other side too, if you're really not interested in changing like your diet up and stuff, then, you know, maybe I would fall to, uh, a dietitian under, you know, the Western medicine side that maybe like your primary care doctor would suggest that that's okay. Um, but yeah, the, the, the beauty in the other side of medicine is that, you know, sometimes that medicine is more, um, it, they take, they take, tend to take more time with their patients. Sometimes like if you don't fall in, like I said, like myself, like I didn't fall into like a diseased state or really chronic state on what in Western medicine. So some of my symptoms got dismissed. So, you know, moving over to a different type of medicine, like, yeah, okay. I'm maybe I'm an outlier that, I have some of these, the very same symptoms that chronic people do, but my labs don't show it, 
but I don't get dismissed by, you know, you're not sick enough yet or, or things are okay. So you must be doing something right. Or, you know, someone who really deep dives into your nutrition, how it makes you feel, what food, what actual foods you are eating and interviews you in the process. Um, you know, I have all this paperwork that I do with clients. It's just pages of paperwork on like the food they eat, some of their symptoms. Like we spend a lot of time just kind of like tearing it down and getting to the, the root cause. So, um, depending which side you fall, that, that would be an important choice too. Um, yeah. And I love but, that it, it mixes and matches because even though I went to my, my gut health doctor and in one hour, he basically could diagnose me. We did an additional GI map and, and stool sample to see what was going on, but based on, you know, lifestyle, the symptoms, um, you know, the progression of my symptoms, he knew it was burnout within an hour. And, mm-hmm. um, but he made sure that I had a thyroid test because I'm a female who had three kids. So he, he, like you said, don't dismiss one or the other, make them work together for the care you need. The other thing that you mentioned is interview and I come from HR. So we had health risk assessments on site. And I remember for the blue collar workforce, for people that had poor staffs that came back, the health coach would tell them like, eat an apple, bring a salad Mm -hmm. and they would work 12 hour night shifts. And I'm like, that is not practical. They're not going to do anything with this information. Now, years later, we tried it again, health coaching, but we interviewed the health coaches and we found an industrial focused woman. And she was like, all right, you're doing this work for 12 hours. You're going to need this many calories, send me a spreadsheet. And what you usually eat, we're going to start like slowly transitioning to things where, you know, there's blocks missing of nutrients that you need to keep up the stamina for 12 hours. And I was like, that is such a different mentality of what we needed versus the other one. And same with yours is you're going to understand based on your experiences specifically, but you're going to probably understand moms more than dads. Um, You might be qualified to, you know, diagnose this, but you know, I mean, you clicked almost immediately. And I've talked to other nutritionists where they, they don't get it. I don't have time to food prep a beautiful meal from scratch and make, you know, homemade bread. And, you know, so you know, automatically you listed a few things that I could, I could do in my next grocery run. That would not be a huge lifestyle change. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, the bottom line is really just someone who listens to, and like I said, has you as their focus and not their, their plan for you. Like that is what's going to work. If, if they're going to suggest something that, you know, you don't dig, you know, you're not going to want to do it and that's okay. Like you can find someone who will it's, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, but in that stage that you're in, maybe that'll change down the line or, or whatever, but there's, there's definitely stuff you can do to change your health, change your nutrition, you know, to meet you where you're at, wherever that is. And, you know, someone you can, they'll find easy swaps for you though, you know, that it's not all or nothing, which I think sometimes scares people too. And, and sometimes if they, if they do see someone that's, that's something that puts them off. They're like, you have to do this. You have to do this. And it's like, you know, you scare them almost into it too. And it's like, well, you know, then that that's where like the overwhelm really sets in. It's like, oh my gosh, now I'm not doing this perfectly. So I'm just going to give up, you know, kind of like, just like diets and stuff today. And like, and that whole world, like the diet culture world, like it's all or nothing or it's not going to work. And that's not, it's just not true. So just when it comes down to it, it, you just have to find someone you click with and someone who you work with and that you trust and then it'll work. 
Yeah. And if you want more information on how to look for holistic specialists, go to my website. There is a green flag, red flag checklist for you to grab up for free PDF. And a couple of days later, I give you a bonus of my favorite contacts within my local area that also offer virtual visits that I have vetted out, vote for and recommend. So let's now dig into how does nutritionists match up with burnout? Like, why is this such a connection that people need to look into for their recovery? Oh, this is so important because burnout stress on the body, that is probably one of the most underrated things in healthcare and in life. And just like every day-to-day stuff, we do not put enough stress on how much stress it is. And it, it burns through our minerals. It disrupts our digestion. If we are in a constant state of stress, um, you know, your digestion gets downregulated. That's where a lot of these gut issues end up happening. And if your stomach is not digesting the way it's supposed to, you're not going to absorb some of these, you know, important nutrients that you need to support your body and your stress response. And I know that we've talked and it's just, it's so fascinating, like how stress works with your body and it, it steals, um, these minerals away from just some of these very normal functions in our body. Like I said, like digestion, for instance, you need like as a cofactor, you need certain minerals in your body, but, um, you know, if you're constantly stressed out and you're burning through some of these main minerals because of your stress response, like you're not going to, that's, that's why we don't have energy. That's, you know, where mood kind of, um, instability comes and energy instability, and you're not able to like physically cope. Like it has a physical effect on the body. And that's, like I said, it's just not something that's paid enough attention to. So, you know, nutrition and stress and burnout and energy, it is like this beautiful relationship that you have together, but you know, you can support your body in other ways, um, you know, and, and nutrition is a huge thing and it's a huge struggle, especially if you're feeling stressed or burnt out. And, you know, why, why, you know, a lot of people who are burned out or stressed, they're not hungry. That's not normal not to feel hungry, but it makes so much sense because your body is prioritizing survival. It's in this fight or flight mode. And just, even though we do need nutrition and we need food, like our body doesn't recognize, like it's going to downregulate our digestion because it's just trying to survive in that moment. Um, so there's a huge connection and it's so important. Yeah. And, and what I learned through my recovery is we can be eating, but it might not be the appropriate foods. Like you're saying, uh, you know, you're depleted in a mineral. I remember my, my migraines where I would literally lose my vision. And I went to a neurologist, they tested me for stroke and everything else. I left with a prescription. That's usually how my trends went. And, um, at at my son's chiropractor, she mentioned, I was very ill and she mentioned, I, have you ever tried magnesium? And I was like, what do you mean? You know, like I thought it was a metal. I'm just so misinformed. And Mm -hmm. she said, you know, there's not a lot of foods that contain enough magnesium for our bodies. So, you know, a common sign of, of magnesium deficiency is chronic headaches and magnesium. Now I also had chronic stress contributing too, but I, I literally started taking magnesium and it went away. I never it had to take a migraine medication ever again. And that was huge for me because I literally had to pull over on my way home from work because I lost my vision 15 minutes. It would come back. And that is a scary thought. It's a scary thought when you're a mom and you can't even take care of your children because you can't mm-hmm. see. Um, and it was a magnesium deficiency. So that was really the first hiccup at that, that no answer struggle that 
I found a solution to because of lack of minerals where I, I was eye opening that my body is not being provided what it needs to run. And so like what you talk about, I know your main focus is minerals and mineral balance. I, I mean, me and you are working together now, but there's so much to learn. And this is, this is why people should seek as nutritionists is you can go on a research journey. I mean, you guys know this already from my previous episodes is I did this all by myself for seven months and healed. And then I saw a, do- a gut doctor, but that was a very hard route and I would not recommend it to people. And then when I found out costs of holistic health and I could use my HSA funds or FSA funds, mm-hmm. um, I should have done that sooner. Besides that they're the specialists exactly know how to heal me instead of these trials and errors. I, I was healed almost immediately when they gave me the solutions instead of these like long months of research and, um, and you know, the, the confusion and distractions of other people's programs and what's worked for them. And um, what Aaron is stating about customization, finding the right person is probably crucial to, you know, your experience with a nutrition nutritionist. So what, what would be some like, what would be like your top three tips for someone in burnout and, and nutrition? Um, first off, I would say just, it is so important to recognize and honor that stage that you're in right now, not as like an excuse, like, you know, like where it's pushed off, like, okay, well, yeah, this is why I feel this way. Cause I'm stressed. Like, but really like honoring and not getting frustrated and realizing you need to take a step back, um, recognizing how you're feeling, like just, just honoring where you are and not taking on too many projects and, um, respecting your body kind of in that way, you know, just really getting in tune with yourself, advocating for yourself that, yeah, if you don't feel right, like, you know, some of these annoying symptoms and stuff we have, that's our body talking to us. So if something really like deep down, you feel it in your gut, you're like, oh, you know, I know that this can happen because of this, you know, but I just, I just feel like something's off, you know, also recognizing that and then finding someone who's going to help you with that. Um, and yeah, nutrition, like also just knowing it does not have to be an all or nothing thing. You can do things in phases. Um, don't get down on yourself. Like just, you know, I grew up in the eighties and like, you know, every diet under the sun, low fat, sugar-free, whatever, you know, but then you get like this, I I feel like I grew up in this mentality that, you know, you like with cheat meals. And if you, you know, if you fall off the wagon for a week, like it's the end of the world. No, no, it's not. It's like, that's part of the journey. Like you, you shouldn't stress out so much about, you know, the things that you eat or the plan that you're doing again, like finding someone who works with you, that's going to also recognize that because that's a stress on your body too. If you're like constantly worried or you get this food fear, then that, you know, everything has to be so perfect that, you know, now you're stressing out because, oh my gosh, I did like, you know, here, here's spring break or something. And I didn't eat the way. So now I just, you know, throw it all out. Like, no, like that's, that, that that's not how this works either. Like, So I guess like just, just the top things are just recognizing where you are, knowing that it's okay to slow down, advocating for yourself. And then just knowing it doesn't have to be all or nothing with nutrition. Like you can absolutely make small swaps along the way that are going to be a huge part. Like you said, maybe at first it's just, it's adding that magnesium. Like magnesium is so important in our body and look how you felt. Just do it. Like you, you didn't do anything else. Yeah. There's more you, you could do, but you know, just that small step made such a big difference. 
And just, even if it's just focusing on one thing right away, because chances are, if you're burnt out, if you're stressed, you are overwhelmed. And, you know, instead of like throwing all this stuff at you, that's going to stress you out more because you can't remember to keep this schedule going or or remember to have time to do some of this meal prep. um, That's going to, that's, that's not going to help your journey that, that could hurt it too. So um, just all those things are just very important. Absolutely. And, you know, if if I can be anyone's advocate to start looking at these changes, like you said, they don't have to be hard is I don't feel crummy. I don't feel tired. I don't, I, all those yucky, achy symptoms that Aaron's talking about inflammation, you know, at at one point I thought I was going to have carpal tunnel, my, my joints hurt. Uh, all that is gone. I mean, so when you get to this state where you're fe- you're fueling your body with what it needs and you get to this liveliness, you'll, you won't want to go back. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not tempted by my old lifestyle because I have so much more life to me now. And it doesn't seem like a struggle. It doesn't seem like a struggle to wake up. It doesn't seem like a struggle to do amazing new things. And that used to be a chore to me. It used to be a chore to be a mom and get up and run, run, run. And it used to be a chore to make meals. And now I, I enjoy it because I feel so amazing. And that's the power of food. And that's the power of getting the food right that you specifically need. So Aaron, why don't you talk a little bit about services that you can provide the burnout community? Definitely. So, um, so nutritional therapy. So I do offer, you know, different packages based on what people want to do. Like I said, like if you're more of a do it yourself or you just need someone to look at what you're doing and how you can switch it and you're independent and you can do it on your own, you know, like I I definitely honor that. I have like three or six month programs where I have, I, I sit down and I have like an initial interview, like for like an hour and a half, we go over paperwork that I have the clients do. Um, and we see what their goals are, what they're comfortable doing. Um, and then I take that, I make the recommendations. It's another hour and a half visit. Cause I want to educate you. I want to make sure that you're on board. If you don't like something cool. All right, we're going to switch it. Then, you know, like at the end of that visit, like if we decide to swap anything out, like then I'll send, you know, an email of, of what, you know, the, the recommendations are. And then I usually have like every couple of weeks I'll have check-ins that, that's pretty common with a lot of my clients because, um, always at that first check-in, I, I, I don't think I've had anyone who said that they felt hundred percent great or that they did things on the, you know, the recommendations as planned. They're like, I'm struggling trying to remember this. And they're like, I, I just feel like you're going to yell at me. I'm like, no, that's what this is for. This is like that ongoing support or, you know what, sometimes stuff just doesn't work out. And then we pivot. So every couple of weeks, like we have like a check-in to either pivot or, you know, just give some like time management support or, Hey, maybe this will work instead. Um, and it's, you know, I, I always do like a, a food first approach. Um, and then, you know, we work with like supplements too. If people are comfortable doing supplements, yeah, I'll have some recommendations on supplements. Um, but like I said, it's kind of an ongoing thing. And that's why I love like the, the extended type of packages, like or three or six months, because a lot of people are very overwhelmed at first and we can kind of like call some stuff out just in stages. Um, and then I also offer hair tissue mineral analysis. So we've talked a lot about minerals and that is like a key piece. Absolutely. Like it's, it's, I don't make anyone do it. Um, because definitely on our, our, like our symptoms, like our symptoms will show some of these deficiencies, but it's, it, it is a, it is an amazing piece. I love to do it. And actually most of my clients end up just choosing to do it because it's, it's a no brainer. It's like, okay, I'm actually going to see where my minerals are at. And we want to make sure that 
you are working on these deficiencies because it has to, you know, like I, I work on, like we call them the five foundations. So we work on getting a nutrient dense diet with like well-prepared food. That's going to work for you. Um, then we work on, you know, we work on digestion, we work on blood sugar regulation, mineral balance and hydration. All those things are very important and just balancing the body out. Um, so that's, those things are always our focus. Sometimes we have like, you know, usually we have like one or two that are like a tap focus, but with minerals, like that gives us like just the picture, the hair tissue mineral analysis, it gives us exactly what you might be deficient in. Or, um, so, so that's, that's a key piece. And I love to add that piece because it just, it does give us so much information. It, it's a faster way of kind of making people feel better too, instead of just like guessing, it takes the guesswork out. Um, and so that usually it's the, the hair tissue mineral analysis is kind of like, you can think of it like a three month, like average of how you've been, um, versus just like a blood test where it's like a moment in time. It's, it, you know, it's, it, it constantly is changing. Um, and the blood test, like our body is going to want to maintain homeostasis, like within our blood. So, um, you know, it, and, and again, like with blood tests, like it's, it's one picture of it, but the hair tissue mineral analysis, it gives us almost like a look ahead. You know, the blood test might be normal because our body wants to maintain that balance, but that doesn't mean that there's not dysfunction going on, that we're not losing minerals or we're not absorbing minerals, but the hair tissue mineral analysis kind of shows us that and shows us like, you know, all like not only is like this single individual, like mineral important, but like how it works with other minerals are so important for things like your adrenals, which that's your stress response or your thyroid. There's your energy, like depending on like the balance of one mineral to another, they work together, but they also work against each other. So it's just, it's, it's a, a huge amount of information that I can get from that hair tissue mineral analysis. And sometimes the missing piece for people, it also tests for heavy metals. Um, so sometimes there's like, you know, like on a detox level or a toxicity level where there is something kind of working against you, you could be doing all the right things. I definitely have a lot of clients who, who lived a healthy lifestyle and, um, you know, like, like, like myself, like when I, you know, I, I worked on a lot of things, I researched a lot of things. I did change like some of my nutrition, but again, I was like, gosh, I just still feel like something's missing. What am I not getting? And the hair tissue mineral analysis gives you that with like the balance and the minerals and stuff. So, um, I also offer that with my services. Yeah. And that's so important. I know that, um, in the burnout prevention subscription, which is on my website, you can grab that specific episode and it talks about toxicity and it's related to hormone conversion and where that happens is the liver. So if the liver is on overdrive, trying to get out toxins, which includes metals, and it also includes your hormones that should be cycling out. Um, it can clog everything up. Um, I know in my specific case, I was really high in estrogen, which is causing even more issues. And if we wouldn't have caught it at that high level that I had, it was um, very likely that I would have had breast cancer in the next couple of years, which is very scary. Uh, I always saw breast cancer as a genetic. And he said, well, it can happen in high estrogen levels as well. So the, the liver treat it like gold because that baby mm -hmm. helps keep everything balanced as well. So thank you, Erin. And um, if you're looking for Erin's services, uh, please check the podcast notes and her website will be there. I know you're not lazy, otherwise you wouldn't be here working on self-growth. Piecing together the puzzle is half the adventure, and finding energy towards your new habits is the other. Do not underestimate the strength in your actions. 
Check out videos on burnout tools to move from zombie mode to liveliness on my website. See you soon.